Okay, everyone. Uh, welcome back to the second of this very special uh, triptych of uh, interviews with uh, Wakefield AFC uh, Chairman Guy Decker, all the way from New York. Um, last time we talked about the season, which was kind of like um, bittersweet at the end, but overall a success. Definitely off this off the field was a success, according to Guy. Um, and we also talked about our role very, very modestly in growing that <laughs> and just the kind of community effort that's building around Wakefield and its potential for the future. Maybe we're going to pick up some of those themes a little bit now, especially um, about the fan culture, because this is the juicy stuff. I mean, um, it's nice to have a sustainable club and uh, it's nice to know that we're going to be there in perpetuity, hopefully. And uh, it's nice to think about the kind of glories on the pitch. But what fans really care about is like, are we going to have the coolest kit in the league? Are we going to have like a really cool badge <laughs> that we can wear with pride around the city centre, right? And all of that stuff. So come on, let's get a bit superficial, but not superficial, if you know what I mean. Um, so Gee, update us with, with plans um, for the kit. Hopefully we're still playing in all white. Please tell me we're, we're not changing the colours. No, we're not changing the colours. We, cha- we changed the uh, uh, kit provider. So we're not doing Macron anymore. We're doing Elgrin. Uh, that's a it's most. It's a, it's a rugby club. It's a rugby brand. Sorry, but it's uh it's owned by EV2. So it's a local company. For us, it was very important to work with a company that had a presence in Wakefield. Uh, mm-hmm. In case we need an extra large shirt because a fan needs it and he bought a large and it's Macron's too tight. Like when we're working with Macron. We had a horrible time. Not nothing. Not Macron's fault. We're just too small for Macron's. So we didn't have any flexibility to exchange sizes and put small orders. So for us, it's very important to work with a company in Wakefield. So we're doing that with a uh, EV2 Elgrin. Uh, yeah, no, no. The, the main kit is um, it's still white. Uh, it's red, more predominantly white and uh, red and blue. So that's not going to change uh, the the way. We experiment always a little bit more. A little bit more. That's that's what we're gonna do going forward. The the the, the home is more stable. The way we're gonna play around with it a little bit. We're really excited about the way. I think the way it's really really cool. I'm not gonna say that. I, I'm gonna say it. I like the way more than the home this year. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's looking really really good. The only and it's ready to go. Um, the only reason we haven't released. Uh, 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 yeah, it is because of the badge, right? So we're waiting for the badge to release the kit, the kit, but uh, it's it's ready to go. And different than last year with Macron, that a lot of fans order in the preseason, only got their home home kits, and some of them only got in October. We're gonna have the kits ready to go uh, when we play our first game on July second, and and then again. Much easier to manage if you're missing sizes and stuff like that. I think we'll be able to deliver uh, a much better 
experience for the fans. Also, it's true to size. Macron has got a lot of complaints that the large is really a medium, medium is really a small. So I think it's um, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be I think everyone's going to be happy. I, I like the the home is a little is the modern version of what we've done last year. But I think the way it's really cool is significantly better than the way last season. Even though I liked, I know it was controversial the way. I liked the way uh, last season, but but this year is it, it's looking pretty cool. And it should, be, it should come out in mid June, around June 10, June 15. We should we should release the queue. Nice. So just in a few weeks. No, we're almost and there. He- what sort of colors are we looking at for the away kit? Can you drop us any clues on that, or is that still a closely it's gonna guarded be, secret? It's going to be dark blue, but has other elements on it. So it's, nice. it's mostly dark blue, but has other elements on it. Interesting. Yeah, it's, a that's little, a... it's a vintage look. It's it's, it's good. Um, I'm a sucker for vintage looks, so maybe that's me. That's my personal preference. But it, it does it does look good, and end up and the home it definitely has a more. Uh, modern uh uh feel to it for sure well i can't wait i can't wait i tell you what though i don't know who does the designs but uh one of our patrons Matty, um aka at scotch and scarves um he came up with a great idea um sampdoria basically playing our colors like white with uh details of like blue and red and uh the away kit is blue with details of white and red so Whoever's designing the kits, you could do worse than have a look through Sampdoria's various different experiments in their color schemes, in their colorways, because they've had some decent ones. They even had a sash and everything, but, you know, one season at a time, eh? Yeah. No, it's one of my favorites. Like, we actually thought about it this season. Is uh, Sampdoria, I think, the 92 kit? 92 or 94, I think it's the 92 is one of my favorite kids ever. Uh, and my team in Brazil also plays with uh, horizontal uh, um, kind of lines here. Sao Paulo in Brazil. So I'm a big fan. Uh, so at some point, we will, we'll have uh, some Doria, Sao Paulo-inspired kid, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. We're going to run out of original ideas. We're going to have to start copying uh, 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 someone. <laughs> You mentioned yeah. the badge in there as well. Um, we do yeah. get a lot of questions uh, as to for, for fans wanting information on when's it coming. There's, there's lots on online sort of asking that too. So, so have we got a, a time scale when we're going to see a badge? Do you, is, is it in the pipeline? Well, he, he, that's that's been an interesting project to say at least. But so we engaged Christopher Payne. He's a great, he's a great guy. I think he has some great designs. Uh, also, want to say thanks to the Wakefield Council. And their historians, historians, they really helped us find elements uh, that, that that tell a story about the city of Wakefield. So we went through the War of the Roses, the Battle of Wakefield, animals in the district, center of commerce. So like, I think I know a little bit about Wakefield history now. Like I spent a, spent a good time researching Wakefield. And we came up with two elements that I'm not sure if the t- both elements will be in the main badge, but one might be a primary element, the other might be a secondary, or or the two elements will be in the badge that represent, uh, I think, the city well in the sense that one is more actual, the other is more the past, uh, and they look really cool. Um, so... It, our our original idea was to come out with a new badge June first. Uh, we're a little late, 
we have two designs that we really like. Uh, we're just refining. Um, Romo's there. Chris is great. He has some great ideas. And we want to do it right. We just don't want to sh- change the badge and slap it on social media. We want to. He, we want him to present the story. How did he came up with the badge? What is the story behind it? We really put in some thought into it because we don't take it lightly. The fact that it's the third badge and we have two complete seasons and we have three badges, so that's a little weird. So we really want to make sure that that's one that represents the city and that's it. And we're never gonna please everyone. Some people will prefer the the the, the second one. Uh, I'm actually at this point. I even prefer the the first one, if I'm honest, because the first one is so bad, it's so, so bad that it's actually cool. It's yeah, like a, you know, I like, agree. It's like, a, it's like a Sylvester Stallone movie that is so bad <laughs> that is actually enjoyable. So I actually prefer the first one. If I had to change, uh, pick one of the two, I would go the first one because it's actually exactly cool. Shot uh, of badges. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so funny. But it's coming out. But it's coming out soon before the 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 kit. So the kit expectations mid June. Hopefully, somewhere in the beginning of June, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna launch it, and then Chris is gonna present it and explain. We're gonna have a video and he will explain how he came up with the design and stuff like that. It's gonna be cool. I think the fans are gonna like it again some people will not like it. it's impossible to please everyone but i think it's gonna i think it's i think it's gonna be cool oh, i can't wait also speaking of can't wait i cannot wait for the first game at bellevue when is when is that again is july first. 2nd um so it's a really cool double header uh the men are playing holland uh and I think the kickoff time will be two thirty. Um, might be three. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that. But we will confirm on social media. And then at five, the girls will play uh, Brickhouse Town. Uh, Brickhouse Town is uh, it's uh, it's playing tier three, so they're above Leeds United in Newcastle on the women's pyramid. So they really have a really really good team. So that's going to be a fun experience and get. Uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for the girls to play at the stadium and also for the fans to watch the girls. I think a lot of, for a lot of fans will be the first time. Uh, still, there's a question mark if the, the new stand will be fully open. I don't think will be. I think it will be partially open. But I think everyone would like to, to, be, to be there and see it. And, and I, it's going to be fully done uh, during the season. Uh, but I think it's going to be going to be cool anyway. It's a historical moment for us. Uh, anyway, I think I hope everyone can join. And we're doing it on Sunday because it's easier for people to you know take the day off work. Saturday, a lot of people work. So we're trying to do it on Sunday afternoon to to give everyone an opportunity to, to, to join the game. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. So let's just rewind a little bit there. Um, so the club is going to a new stadium, Bellevue, this season. Maybe um, for people who maybe have never been to Bellevue or haven't even heard about it. If you haven't heard about it, I mean, where have you been? But whatever, some people might not have heard about it. Maybe tell them about the backstory to kind of come into Bellevue maybe quickly. And then also, let's just uh, give us a a virtual podcast-guided tour of Bellevue and all of the uh, kind of exciting new things it's going to offer the team. Yeah, so, well, it's a... 
old rugby stadium the training is 150 years it's been going through a uh, renovation that's been uh, um, as far as i'm aware have been discussed for like more than a de- decade now a new stadium for trinity a renovate bellevue and and if I, it's finally happening uh with the help of the wakefield council uh so basically that investment uh is going towards uh a new stand a state-of-the-art stand that's going to have new restaurants uh restrooms and goes also towards the pitch so using a hybrid grass that's the same grass that they use at man city's training ground not at etihad but it's the same one that they use at uh, man city's training ground uh, you can see the pictures we post every once in a while the the the, the, the pictures on social media it looks absolutely fantastic um is up it's uh is in the center of wakefield has historical importance for the city for people that are not in wakefield that's really it makes all the difference uh being the center of wakefield and being outside of the wakefield the district has other teams right it has pontefract has austin united has nostril has glass but so we wanted to be in the city it's very important that we want to be we need to be the team in the city and then we can bring other people over. So it was very important for us to 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 be in the city. So it's a big, a big milestone, and for the players, a much better experience because it's a much better access for the players. A new gym, uh, uh, the locker rooms are honestly like it's national league level. Like you're gonna be happy there. Like so. For the players, if you're serious about your football, you won't get better facilities. I'm not saying NCL, NCL Division One. It's NCL Division One, Premier, probably some teams in divisions above. So it's a really, really cool space. It's really impressive. Uh, the pitch is really big, so it's going to be interesting. Uh, if you wanted, uh, we could uh, market the max maximum FIFA size that's bigger than the Premier League. So it, it is a really, really cool space. There's a new, new floodlights. Uh, we have a big, uh, big screen now that we can show replays of goals. So that's something they want to try to do for awesome. this season. So yeah, so it's, I think the whole stadium experience will be better for everyone. Um, and yeah, they we're really excited. And the fans should be excited too. Like We want to be, look, I think that the beauty of football at this level is that uh, a five, six pound ticket uh, if you're a Austin United fan and your club is playing away, or if you're, why don't you come over with a friend, have a beer, and watch some football? Right? It's not about like oh, it's Wakefield. It should only come if you're a Wakefield fan. It, it's a fun thing to do on a Saturday afternoon in a nice environment with mm. parking at a competitive price so it's better than you know me watching tv so it should be <laughs> we want two people to come over and 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 enjoy the experience and i think that the fan experience will be will be good obviously we're using the preseason to test some things out and not by be super smooth in the in the first in the first day volunteers don't know the stadium stuff like that but by the time the season kicks off we'll feel really good about uh providing a good um a good fan experience that sounds that sounds amazing. Um, but on the subject of moving to Bellevue, um, it was Sai really, like who was telling me about a few kind of paranoid rumors about like maybe like the future of uh, Wakefield being some kind of like uh, 
what was it, Sai? Some kind of like uh, franchise of Trinity or something like that? Yeah, I, th- I think what, what happened, particularly, and it's one of those things that happens on social media, once the, it was announced that Wakefield AFC was moving to Wakefield Trinity, a lot of the rumour bill started going on, um, especially since obviously it's got in the news as well that Wakefield Trinity, I think, are, are looking for a uh, new buyer because uh, their chairman's stepping down. And yeah, so the rumours were whether our owners were going to buy out that club and whether someone was going to buy out both the rugby club and the football club. Um, so I don't know if you want to sort of address that, Decker, and kind of put um, your official line on that. Okay, that's a spicy one. That's not a that's not a <laughs> uh, that's not a soft one. So uh, you know, of course, uh, look, I can. It's an important can, one, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was going well. Uh, so no, seriously, I I think that um, I can talk about Trinity, right? Like, I, I, it's public that Michael is leaving. Uh, Michael saved that the rugby club, right? He put a lot of his personal money to make sure that the club was 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 is 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 to exist right and john has been instrumental to get the new stand approved and the funds and get the stadium renovated so so there are people that care deeply about the club um but with mike michael leaving yeah there are rumors and we talk to them all the time that they're looking for investors that's no surprise they even advertise a share sale and a opportunity to invest in the club in, in january so that's not not a secret uh, they're looking for investors. Uh, we are completely off that negotiation. We're two different entities. Uh, we have a joint commercial agreement to rent the stadium and we get a revenue share uh, from that stadium that is quite advantageous for us because we don't want to maintain a stadium at our level or a stadium of that size at least is good for them because they get revenue or they get rent. They need to monetize that stadium. So it's advantageous for both of us, uh, and we want to be independent. Um, we, we don't have uh, any partnership at the moment. Um, and people ask me, I heard these rumors like, oh, what if they change hands? Well, if they, if they decide to get new investors, so for that, we have a contract, we have a five-year agreement, and, and, and we're happy to extend further after that if things are working out well for us. We also want to have our own facilities at some point, uh, but, but we're, we're, we're locked for five years. Uh, council is fully supportive of our move, and we can control uh, what happens there. I know the club needs investment, and the fans want new players and stuff like that. I really hope that they get what they, they wish for. I think a strong Trinity is good for Wakefield and it's good for the city of Wakefield. Uh, but we're kind of independent of what happens there. Like uh, I, I wish it's a, it's a great outcome for, for, for Wakefield Trinity, but we'll do our thing. Our thing, it's, it's completely separate for that, that, from that, that. I never met anyone that is interested in investing in Trinity, so the football club is definitely not in play. Uh, and after all this stress of... Um, of this year and trying to clear things up and, and, and put it in a path where we can start building stuff, it wouldn't make absolutely no sense to to, 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 to get out of this right now. I have no intention uh, of doing that. Yeah, okay. That's uh, that's really, really, really good to hear. I think that will reassure all fans. I wanted to just say as well, like um, I totally agree. Inversely, a Trinity doing well is good for the football club, you know. So, like, to have that kind of like association, but that's not a formal partnership, is 
works both ways, doesn't it? Like so, Trinity are having a nightmare. Hopefully, they can turn it around. But if they if they do well, Wakefield will do well as well. So that's all awesome. We've gone over time for this episode, so we'll have to wrap it up there. But um, in short. The takeaways from Guy are that um, we've got an amazing new away kit and an amazing new home kit dropping about mid-June. We've got a cool badge around the same time, super exciting. We're going to move to a new stadium, play on the same grass as Man City with fancy changing rooms and everything. Um, And most importantly, Wakefield AFC, we're going to remain independent. We're not going to become some franchise of Trinity. So onwards and upwards. I'll wake you up, we.